Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I am Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Wednesday, the 9th of November, 2022. Starting in Asia today, a Qatari World Cup ambassador has been criticised for making homophobic comments on German television... In an interview with German broadcaster ZDF yesterday, Khalid Salman described homosexuality as a damage in the mind. Was a damage in the mind. In Qatar, being gay is illegal. However, Qatar has made statements in the past to say that people from the LGBT community would be able to travel to Qatar without problems. Some footballers will wear rainbow armbands in support of gay rights. The decision to hold the 2022 World Cup in Qatar was taken in 2010, and since then, Qatar has been criticised for the treatment of migrant workers, and FIFA has been accused of corruption in the awarding process. Former FIFA president Sepp Blatter said yesterday that awarding the World Cup to Qatar was a mistake. The World Cup will start on the 20th of November. In Pakistan, former Prime Minister Imran Khan has said that three bullets were taken out of his leg after a shooting last week. Khan's party have criticised the police report on the shooting. Khadija Tahir reports. The Pakistani police have filed a report on last week's attack on former Prime Minister Imran Khan, who was shot and injured during a protest march. Local authorities filed the first information report on Monday on orders from the Supreme Court, but members of Khan's party, PTI, have criticized it as a mockery of justice because the report was not completed for days. Khan has been discharged from the hospital and will continue his protest march, calling for early elections. China has criticised the visit of the UK Trade Minister, Greg Hans, to Taiwan. Taiwan has been completely separate of China since 1950. However, China still considers Taiwan to be a part of China and criticises official links between Taiwan and other countries. Americas. In the United States, votes are being counted in the mid-term elections. Some results will be announced today, and some will be announced over the next few days. The Dominican Republic has reported at least six deaths from extreme rain over the last few days. On Friday, parts of the capital Santo Domingo received two months' worth of rain in one day. Europe. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has said that Ukraine is killing hundreds of Russian soldiers every day in the Donetsk region. The eastern Donetsk region is the only part of Ukraine where Russia seems to still be trying to capture new territory. However, the front lines have not changed much in the last few months. The Wagner military company is one of the main forces in Donetsk, which is using many prisoners that have been promised early release if they fight in Ukraine. 
In the southern Kherson region, Ukraine has accused Russian soldiers of looting people's houses. That means taking whatever they want. Ukraine has also said that Russian soldiers are changing into civilian clothes and fighting from abandoned homes. Kherson city, which has been under Russian occupation since March, has been without electricity and water for two days, with Ukraine and Russia blaming each other for damage to infrastructure. Britain's Ministry of Defence has said that it believes that Russia is threatening to shoot its own soldiers if they try to retreat. Europe had its hottest October ever this year, according to the EU's Earth Observation Programme. Temperatures were two degrees above the average of the last 30 years. Africa. In Egypt, in speeches at COP27, some poorer countries have been saying that richer countries and oil companies must pay for the damage being caused by climate change. The Bahamas Prime Minister, Philip Davis, said yesterday that no reason can be used to avoid fighting climate change now. The realities of war, economic headwinds, the hangover from the pandemic, and competition among world powers cannot be used as justification not to confront these imminent dangers. Let's get real. It's only going to get worse. Rwanda's president, Paul Kagame, said that the world must invest in African renewable energy. The most valuable contribution that developed countries can make is to reduce their emissions faster while investing with Africa to build, to build sustainable green power. Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, spoke by video link and said that ending the war in his country was necessary to fight climate change. Poland's president, Andrzej Duda, blamed Russia for slowing down the climate transition by invading Ukraine. The consequence of Russia's aggression are crises and huge costs which put at risk timely implementation of climate transition as well as timely attainment of the intended goals. We must strive to ensure that the Russian aggression is promptly and permanently repealed by increasing support for Ukraine, enhancing pressure on Russia, and stepping up our efforts to become independent of Russian fossil fuels. And in Tanzania, rats with backpacks are being trained for search and rescue missions. The Belgian charity, Apopo, has been training the African rats in a similar way to dogs to find people stuck under debris. The backpack includes a video camera and audio that would allow communication with anyone the rat finds. That's your world news in seven minutes. If you enjoy the podcast, then please tell your friends and family about Send7. A big thank you to Mercedes in Spain for becoming our newest supporter. If you'd like to become a supporter and read the transcripts every day, then go to send7.org support. 
I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.